Trailblazing fam. Welcome to the Gobi Epic Podcast. I'm your host, Angela Gentile, and thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, listen, being different and throwing up your middle finger to conventional lifestyles is often met with a ton of pushback. So listen, that's why I got you. This podcast is all about having space to get curious about what we want, claiming our truth, and connecting with other inspiring stories. So you can tap in with me and with this community just a little bit more by joining the movement. And it's our free text community. So pull out your phones, I'll wait, <laughs> and text Sweat Remix, one word, to 855-534-2890 and get a weekly dose of inspo and support to claim a life you love. All right. So listen, today's episode, we are diving into the conventional healthcare system talking about being chronically ill and leading root causes that often get overlooked by doctors and health professionals, which can inevitably leave you feeling invalidated, defeated, and ultimately more unwell. Sharing stories today of holistic healing and presenting options to you are some of the tools and takeaways that you can get, not just inspired to be the healthiest version of you, but also so you can take control of your life and honor what you need and live motherfucking epically. So we have an epic story today from one of my favorite and most inspiring people and probably one of the most brilliant people I know. She's no stranger to being unique and living outside the box. <laughs> it's her whole jam. And you've probably seen her on Instagram being this like incredible amalgamation of art, movement, health, digestion, and booty shaking. <laughs> so today's guest is Jessica Leggero, a board-certified holistic health practitioner, SIBO specialist, professional fine artist, and a former competitive boxer. She has spent many years of her life overcoming major mental and physical struggles despite being rejected by the conventional medicine system. She approaches life as a continuous creative healing journey that requires a balanced daily routine in order to obtain stability and achieve optimal wellness. Again, she is legit one of the smartest people I know, my homegirl for life, and it's an honor to welcome Jessica to today's pod. What up, girl? Ow! Yo. Yo, that intro, that intro was hot. I'm like sweating up over here. I'm sweating. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. Use it for all your marketing materials. I got I to put the fan on, you know, so I got to cool down a little bit. <laughs> I love, yeah, because that's what it is. Because she's hot. My friend Ow. is hot. That's right. that's right. Yeah. That's right. And these are just our antics on a regular basis, too, just so everybody yeah. is clear. That's it. Of, yeah. If you ever, Jessica, can I have a conversation from yeah. across the room with like just sounds? Mm -hmm. Like just sounds. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they're wild. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. what other way is there to be, really? Well, we you can know, talk about gut health and bifidobacteria. Yeah, with a blazer. <laughs> I'm wearing a blazer. I love it. And then I'll just like fall asleep for yeah, an hour we're, on this yeah, podcast. Um, but we are going to talk about that, but we're going to do a oh, little yeah. bit fun. <laughs> sure. um, all right. So before we dive in, Jess, like, let's, I'm really excited to have this conversation because I know that there's probably a lot of people out here who are experiencing issues and they don't feel well and they know deep down something's off and are often getting dismissed, which makes them probably feel a little bit crazy, you know? So before we kind of dive into what you're up to now, let's talk about how you sort of made that decision in your life early on to take care of your own health, take control and be very, I don't know, against, I guess, for lack of a better word, against 
yeah. prescription drugs and medicine. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, cause for me, it started at a very young age and like now it makes sense to me why I've made the choices that I, that I had. Right. So basically, you know, when I was a teenager, um, you know, I was a fucking disaster, right? Like it really, I would really say like around the age of 13 is when um, things got out of control and I was unable to function in school. I was in public schools at the time, um, was failing out of schools, was getting into problems with substance abuse, mental health issues, like so depressed and on, you know, on the cusp, not finding reason to exist. Um, and also having some, you know, digestive issues too, um, which I find that this tends to run parallel when people have emotional issues, they tend to also have issues with their gut. So when I was very young, my family was, and everybody was wanting to put me on um, pharmaceuticals because of, because of my mood disorders. But yo, even at the age of 13, I was just like, fuck that. You know what I mean? I was mm. like, that is, that is, I was like, that is not the solution here. That is not what I need. This is not going to solve my problems going on pills. So it was a very visceral thing for me knowing at a young age, you know, what, what my calling is, what my message is, like what I'm here to do. And I ended up getting through my years with substance abuse, which is what people tend to do when they don't know how to handle their emotions. We tend to use alcohol, you know, even smoking weed too much, anything mm -hmm. that you're having to do in order to function. Um, any kind of like distraction or like removal because it's too intense, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Real talk. Um, you know, I use art. That's why I talk a lot about creativity in the healing process, because, you know, we have to have a way to move out the emotions to process them. It's a lot of things, a lot of moving parts when it goes into being chronically ill. So we have to do a lot of things in order to maintain and heal. And so art was a way when I was trying to understand my emotions of, of, of trying to move, move my emotions through, get them out of me giving me purpose, right? Giving me something that would make me present. So creativity has always been a really essential part of this process. And I use that to really help me through my adolescence years. Um, when I quit smoking weed, when I was 18 years old, it, uh, I had to relearn how to establish myself as a human being. And that's when what I was, really- Sorry, what was the catalyst that got you? You were just like, I'm done. I don't want to do this. Like, was there something that switched yeah. to you? Because if you're like struggling to make yeah. that decision yeah. in that moment, you know? Yeah, yeah. So um, I, my goal when I was younger was to be a professional musician. That was what I wanted to do my whole life. And so I was going to Berklee College of Music to study jazz piano. And I was like, all right, like now is the time for me to get serious. I'm about to graduate high school, move out of the house, go to college, pursue my dreams. I was like, I'm gonna quit smoking weed. I was like, I'm gonna do it. And I'm gonna do a cold turkey, motherfucker. That's what I thought, okay? <laughs> and like, let me just tell you, I, I fell apart. Like I, I like literally, like I fell apart and I was un, unable to function yet again in a different way. Like I couldn't even make it to class. Like I couldn't handle my emotions, real talk couldn't handle them. So, um, I started going to the Boston public library, you know, back in the diggity day when you had to use the, the Dewey decimal <laughs> system and look people shit up. People don't know. People don't know about the multi-step process mm -mm. of like physically getting to the library. And how, yeah, how committed <laughs> like, you had to be. Now you can be taking a shit and look something up and you're like, <laughs> totally. Oh God. Totally. Like, yeah. 
had to show up and like thumb through yeah. alphabetical or first you know of all you had to even like yeah. know what the fuck you were looking it's for right, you know right. what i mean yeah, yeah you, what had know, you had to know what a spell you had to know what a spell which is you know yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just, just the level of gangsterness right yeah, there of you seriously. seeking out this information, seriously. right? If this walk, is- walk into the library, yeah. walk into the library, looking things up, checking books out, carrying them, carrying them physically back to <laughs> my to apartment. Index. Going yeah, to the like, index no, and finding shit out. Yeah. It was a <laughs> job, but I was committed. I was like, there has to be a solution holistically, naturally to stabilizing my mood through diet. You know, I, I felt I knew as a teenager, I was like, there has to be more information about food and mood at the time. That's what I was researching. And my, I am so grateful in the last couple of decades for how much information has come out about the gut microbiome and how, you know, um, and how our gut is related to our mood and how food has an impact on our overall well-being. But I had this like instinct when I was younger that there was something there. There just wasn't a lot of information about it printed out and accessible to people. So I, I started eating really clean at a, at a young age to help, you know, and in, in eating organic. And guys, it really does make a difference. You know what I'm saying? I know that's just expensive, but eating organic really is important. Eating clean really is important. Um, yeah, well, you kind of look at that like as an investment in yourself, yeah, yeah, like not an yeah. expense because like the frivolous, like let me buy the cheap yeah. one doesn't no. have payouts. It actually has compromises. That's you know? right. So that's right. when you're that's investing, right. investment has larger exponential payouts. So just, mm-hmm. you know, next time you're faced with like, yeah, yeah is it, should I spend the 15 yeah. extra cents for the organic? Yeah. The answer is yes. The answer is yeah. always yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's about it's about prevention here. And diet, I think, is the most powerful thing in terms of preventing. And it can also reverse, you know, a lot of conditions. But, you know, war, I'm jumping a little like ahead here. Um, so, yeah, so I, I got into clean eating at a very young age um, to help me stabilize my mood without using pharmaceuticals, made a lot of progress. I was using creative expression to also help um, understand who I am, how I fit in, in this world. So in addition to doing music, I was also very, um, committed to fine art, to, to painting Mm -hmm. and drawing. And so I did end up, you know, I had to drop out of music school because I legit couldn't handle my emotions and function. Like Mm -hmm. it was, it was that bad. Your yeah. mood disorder, you were very dysfunctional at that point with, D- with your mood. Dysfunctional. I could could not function, you know, could not could not function in school. Like I literally couldn't function. So I ended up going, you know, to to art school a few years later, skipping ahead. I went to art school and that was that was great because I got to be creative. Um, you know, ran into some more issues, um, was in an abusive relationship for a while, which, uh, created a lot of issues. Um, it is. And I'm just like, Oh, just like checking yeah, down the list. The of box, other, did yeah, it. You know, Been there, done that. Here's my stuff. t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went through all this and I'm still good. And now I'm solid. Yeah. Um, but, but real talk, but you know, I'm, I'm, I want to remind people we can go through these things and come out better, you know, and be okay, learn from them. The main thing is to know um, how to pivot from these experiences, right? So not mm-hmm. to let them weigh you down, but but how to pivot from them. So what happened is that experience of being in um, an abusive relationship and almost losing my life, I ended up 
um, becoming a competitive boxer, right? Which is very common in for a lot of females, actually. Why a lot of females choose to be competitive boxers is because they've been assaulted or raped or in a you know an abusive situation. Um, and so that's what happened to me. So I um, got into boxing and it changed my life. I got my power back. I felt the most stable I had ever felt through intensive exercise, you know, and exercise is so important for us in the healing journey in our routine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that something like, you know, in your, in your mental health journey that is even being prescribed to you from the doctors of like intense exercise, m- meditation, organic food, or was it simply take these no. drugs? No, they, they like, they so rarely touch upon those important factors. They might just be like, are you getting in some movement? And you could be like, yeah, I wave my hand 20 times to change the channel in front of the TV or something like, like they don't, Mm -hmm. they don't get, they don't provide like a protocol. um, That's right. They don't provide like, you know, they don't, they don't, but it is, it is so important when it comes to healing again, moving out the stagnant energy, doing things that are making you present right doing things that are making you present sweating one of our most powerful ways to detoxify um and so so it was very very healing for me it gave me a new sense of purpose um and it 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 was like a line in my life there was the before and and the after um and so I felt great I felt the best I'd ever felt and then you know life has a funny way of humbling us and forcing (laughs) us (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm to, laughing because like that's yeah. such a nice way to say it but yeah 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 it's painful yeah. but I think we've all been in that 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 place where we're like this is what I'm here to do I'm doing this and we we, we were so excited about it and then something happens yeah. and life's like you know, JK. No, it's like, no 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 we gotta back it up and now you gotta get it together and go in another direction so that moment for me was that I had a traumatic brain injury actually at a day job working with kids in a public school. So this had nothing to do with my boxing career, having a traumatic brain injury, a head injury. And I had this head injury in 2015. Um, I hit my head in a brick wall. It was, it was, it was terrible. It was scary. Yeah. It was frightening. And I think if I did not have that training of being a boxer, being physically fit, knowing how to stay calm when taking a blow, I think I would have panicked, you know, but since I was a trained fighter, um, you know, I didn't panic when it happened. I had to go to the emergency room. You know, they thought I had cracked, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was scary. Like they thought I had cracked my skull. Um, you know, I, I got a CAT scan. I was very lucky that I didn't, I literally thought I was going to die. I was like, I think there's like going to be a bleed in my brain and I'm going to die. Like it was that level of severity. They asked yeah, me a few and you're questions. probably just like not even putting two and two together here. Cause if you're that fucked up, like, it's, are you even lucid to put together like problem solving thoughts? You're, right. You're, you're, you're scared <laughs> for your, I don't know if anyone's listening, who's listening have, have been in a situation like a life or death situation like that, where you're, you're like hanging on the edge of your seat just for your life. You know, you're like, yeah. am I, am I going to wake up tomorrow morning? Am I going to be able to, to even, like, am I going to have brain damage later this evening? That type of thing. So that, that shit's, that's just very, uh, it's, I don't even know what to say. There's really not a lot of adjectives to attach to it. It's life-changing. It's life-changing for sure. Yeah. For sure. And, you know, so when I was at the hospital, they just asked me a few questions, you know, who's the president how many quarters does it take to make a dollar 50? Like what year is it? 
And then they were just like, okay, you're good. Like you're good. And, and they, and they threw me out the door. And um, <laughs> just like, yeah. just like that. You're like, you're good. Just like they that. were like, God, okay, cool. Who cool. you're like, they're like, you're fine. And you're coming and, in with like hematomas on your face. No, and the, like, the, you know. the welt, the welt was so bad that I could see it. Like on my forehead, wow. the bump had, had like stuck your, out. Like I yeah, could in your see peripheral. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I could see it on my forehead. It was, it was just, bad. Just, and they just were like, okay, you know that it's this president. Mm-hmm. You can count to five. So you must not be that bad. See you later. That's right. Nobody was like, all right, Jessica, you've had a head injury right now. You need to rest. Like in in a month, you're going to need to do this and this. Like we're going to set you up with how to monitor this over the next bunch of months or a year. Okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know they didn't give you anything to take. Nothing. Nothing. Because the truth is that anytime you have a physical trauma, you, your, your muscles now are, and, and, you know, chiropractically Mm -hmm. skeletally, like things are out of balance because you've had a trauma. So when you have a car accident, whiplash, even things that don't seem that major, they are still shifting your skeletal structure, your muscular structure, structure, and things are, are now in a different position. It can cause headaches. You know, a lot of the times people don't make that connection. Chronic headaches can be, you know, you need, um, your, your muscles are out of alignment. Your, your skeletal structure is out of alignment. A chiropractor and a massage therapist would be the first line of defense I would recommend to anybody that's had a brain injury or or even a car accident, whiplash. So that there was there was no recommendations for that moving forward. I was left to figure that out on my own because after promptly after the accident, um, and and might I add, at the time of the accident, I was in superior physical condition. I was a competitive boxer, so I was able to manage my weight. Um, I was very aware of it because of competing in in, in weight classes. Uh, this I was, is where this is where Jess and I became friends, and she was yeah, no fucking at the joke. gym. Like no, no and, joke, and, and either was Miss G. Yeah, either was Miss G. And we were yeah, we were like, <laughs> I see you, girl. I see yes. you, girl. Yeah, just like yeah. six packs and yeah. punches and like yeah. ah, just all over the place. Deal. Yeah, 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 real, yeah, yeah, real deal. Like to- yeah, totally out of control. So yeah, at the time of the accident, I was in superior shape, feeling great, looking great, able to manage my weight, no problems. And then um, after the accident, that's how I knew that things were were really fucked up is because I I lost my health. I couldn't manage my health. Um, and the things that happened almost immediately after the accident was chronic headaches, um, mm-hmm extreme fatigue, severe digestive issues, bloating. And I started gaining weight. And I was like, what? I was like, what? Why am I gaining fucking weight? Like I'm eating healthy. I'm eating clean. I'm exercising. Like I'm on top of my game. Um, you know, just unable to focus, feeling nauseous all the time. Uh, like to, and to the point where even at work or driving a car became difficult and I couldn't do it because the headaches were so bad and I'm feeling sick, you know, and depressed anxiety, like everything I'm eating is making me sick. And I'm like, what is happening? And I was working out thinking, oh, I need to work out harder. The more I work out, I'm stepping on the scale. The weight is going up and up and up. And, you know, I'm short, like five, three, I was able to maintain my weight around the low one twenties, one thirty. Now I'm over 150. And I'm like, what is fucking happening? You know, Mm -hmm. I, I had, I had been able to maintain my health for all the work that I had done starting, you know, in uh, as a teenager and 
I'm like, something is really, really wrong with my body, you know, and every aspect of my life was compromised professionally and personally, you know, I'm, I'm was, had no social life. Um, eventually I got fired from my job, which is ironic because that's where the accident happened. But because my work performance had declined so much and it declined because of the head injury, but nobody was giving me answers or any empathy, right? In fact, everybody was telling me the opposite because what I started doing is going through the conventional medical system. And I started, you know, with my PCP and I was like, look, I'm not okay. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm so bloated. I'm sick all the time. I'm nauseous. I have no energy. I have headaches. I can't function. You know, what's wrong with me? Okay, let's do some tests. Okay, Jessica, everything looks fine. Let's go to the gastroenterologist. Let's go to your GYN. Let's go to a nutritionist. Let's go to a, a, a fucking psychiatrist. I was already seeing a psychologist. You know, uh, like, so I went through everybody I could go through. Let's go to a food allergist, had all the tests done. Okay, every, everything looks okay. It's just stress. It's just stress. It's oh just God. stress. Yeah. <laughs> Were you ready? Because I think that's yeah. the point that a lot of people miss. Like nobody knows your body better than you. And let, that instinct right. that you that's feel right. like immediately, like this ain't right. No, it's don't not. Dis, don't dismiss that because so much around you is yeah. trying to talk you out of that yeah. and dismiss yeah. you. And then you end up giving in and dishonoring how yeah. you feel so that you're no longer open or able to even find yeah. the real solution. It, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Don't don't let other people tell you that you're okay when you know that you're not. You really. And then the first thing, don't stop, yeah, Mike. That's, that's Mike right. Yeah, I'm like, let's yeah. take a pause. But I always, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like deep, deep breath. But I always tell people, I'm like, if you think something is wrong in your body, it's because it is. And yeah. don't and don't ignore that. Don't ignore that. That and and the sooner. My other advice to people is: the sooner that you start to deal with this shit, the better. Yep. When you know something is off, reach out to somebody. Like, start yeah. looking into people to work with. Find somebody that resonates with you. Get some help because the longer you put this off, the the harder, harder it is yeah. to reverse it, and that's, the longer that's it's going to take. Anything, right? For though, sure. Like for sure. With anything. For sure. You know, so now, so now you're you're lit. Like this. This is like what I'm picking up on, right? Like you're yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. At your worst, that's right. Like physically, mentally, now f- socially, financially, like everything done, just done. I, and at now, the lowest point, yeah. At lowest the lowest point. point. And yeah. now we're the people that you're seeking out for help, like almost in this moment of desperation, are yes. like, mm, I don't know, must be you, must be you, and you're just depressed. Yeah. And now you're like, well, I have no purpose. I have no reason. Right. And I'm like, no, I'm like, no shit. I'm depressed because I can't function. I'm like, I literally have a smashing headache. I'm, I'm fat. Like I literally have a constant bloated stomach. Look like I'm, I'm pregnant. Everything I'm eating is making me sick. I'm unable to socialize romantically Mm -hmm. or even with my friends. And like, of course I'm depressed. That's that's why I'm depressed. You know <laughs> right, what I'm saying? Right, it's, right. A, it's the other way around. It's not right, just like, right. oh, your depression is causing these symptoms. It's like, no, my loss of health and, and inability to function and without an explanation when I know that there is one, that's, that's the problem, you know? And right. so, so you leave, so you leave the doctors now Yeah. in a yes. fury, and, fiery and the, rage. The, 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 <laughs> The tipping point, I think I had spent maybe six or eight months of doctors being like, you're fine, Jessica, everything's fine. And, and, oh I, and in my head, 
And in my so head, you're I'm suffering like, for six months, yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah. And it was more than that. The whole process, it was probably like two years where I went through this because I'm like, oh, well, if I'm fine, I'm fine. Where else am I going to find answers? I knew nothing about nothing except for what they were telling me. It, but my gut was like, just something is, is really, really wrong with you. The tipping point was when I finally ended up going back to the PCP after the whole slew of doctors. And she was like, you have one option left. You've come to the point in your life, the fork in the road where you have to take prescription medication, right? Again, again, everybody's trying to dam, you know, jam these damn pills down my throat. And she wanted to give me like a benzo and an antidepressant, right? She wrote me the script and I, I felt scared. I felt scared as to how adamant they were for me to taking these pills. And that I actually felt frightened that if I were to, to, to say I don't want to or argue against them, that they that I would be penalized or shamed. That That's the type of pressure mm-hmm. that conventional medicine can put on you in terms of manipulating you to be a part of, of this system that doesn't acknowledge root cause and just looks at suppressing symptoms of medication. And I'm here mm-hmm. to tell you that, that that there are more options than that. If that's what you want to do and that makes sense for you in your life and you've read all the side effects of the drug because there are side effects, then you go ahead and and you go down that path and that's the path for you. But in most and many cases, there are other options and ways of handling things. Yeah, for sure. And I, I, I really want to speak on that. Please do whatever you feel is best, but this is the other side that mm-hmm. I think doesn't get spoken about and often stays silent. And the, the resources aren't as accessible because we're not no, having commercials limited. for like no. Prilosec and, and Zeljan no. or whatever no. the hell else is no. on, the, on the TV, no. right? So if you're in this position when you're like, I something is wrong, yep. I mean, you take the pills if that's what serves you. And sure. you can also look at a holistic way of dealing with this right. rather than treating a multitude of symptoms that cause more symptoms, right. that cause more that's symptoms, right. which means more drugs. Right. Or this you is- can start looking at how to manage it from the root. Because let me just say this, this is just like a little aside. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think calling them side effects is a fair statement. They are mm-hmm. effects. Mm-hmm. They are all effects. The drug does mm-hmm. all of these That's right. things. That's right. That's it does right. all of these things. It's yes. not like a side. What does that even mean? This yes. is just an effect. This That's is what right. it does. This is what yeah. it does. It helps yeah. you go poopy and it like yeah. causes cancer. So like you can make, <laughs> make it does both of those things. That's right. So, That's right. So now, yeah. so now you're like, fired the fuck up and I think it's really yeah. important like you're the type of person you're like oh yeah you're gonna tell me no fuck you and, and then like Jess will go yeah. and find it and figure it out tell her you sure she, she can't and she will yeah. figure it out and I will and I will right yeah. so now you're you're at this point like in the car driving home like foot floored pissed off and you're like yeah awful what are some of the like what happens now like now you're all these symptoms are here yes, for you awful, and, and awful. what are you doing how are yeah. you doing this I mean, the first, you know, the first thing is when you get to that low point is you is you have to really feel you have to say, I, I can't live like this anymore. And you have to be you have to be willing to do whatever it takes to put in the work to make the changes. Right. Um, And so I had hit I had hit that point where I was like, if this is going to be my life, I, I, I can't do this. There's no point. The biggest thing for me, I was I was having such severe digestive issues that I was looking for people that would help with bloating and, and unexplained weight gain. So I turned to Instagram, you know, oh. I turned I turned to Instagram. <laughs> I shit. Fuck and, the library. Yeah, now we are Instagram. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now we in the social media, done. Okay. Um, 
I turned to Instagram, right? And I just started looking at bloating. That, I think that was the thing I was like searching or, or, or putting in for the hashtag bloating. And I have found there was a, she, the first person I worked with was referred to as a functional dietitian. And she's like, I help women with bloating. Da, 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 da. And I knew nothing about her, her language. I don't even know what functional medicine was, right? Because there's conventional medicine and functional medicine. And I like to talk about those two things. Um, when I work with people and in general, so people understand the difference of them. And I reached out to this woman. I took her up on a free consult, which by the way, side note, I always consider, I always encourage people to do, you know, if there's a free consult, real it, it was game changing. It was game changing for me. It was game changing for me to, to, to speak with somebody. So I, I spoke to this woman and I was like, all right, like I'm bloated. I told her my story, head injury, nausea. Here's what's happening. And she was like, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I think I can help you. Yeah. Let's you like, let's make it, let's make a session and let's talk more about this. Okay. Make a session with her. And, and when I'm telling her all this shit, she's, it's just to her, she's just like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Here's what I think is happening. Okay. For the first like, time like, in like two years, it, someone's like well, validating and, your experience. And without, without testing, just based off of my story and my symptoms, there's so much information in your health history, your story, and usually a tipping point event. It usually takes a professional to identify what those things are and then what that could mean for you, right? Conventional medicine didn't do this, but this person, not even a doctor, I told her my story. She's like, yeah, I, I think I know what it is. And it turns out that I had something called SIBO, okay? And for those of you that don't know what it is, it stands for small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. It sucks. It basically means your, your small intestine, there's bacteria in the wrong place. So bacteria ends up hanging out in the small intestine. It ferments, it causes bacteria, gas, unexplained weight gain. You can either gain weight or lose weight. You can get headaches, skin issues, depression, anxiety, food intolerances, sensitivities, fatigue, constipation, diarrhea, gas all the time. It sucks. You're uncomfortable. You're tired. You feel like shit. And your personal and professional life is ruined. Right. And so so, one session, 25 minutes with this person. And she's like, oh, this is what it is. Yeah. And she was right. I, you know, I ended up I ended up taking the test because there are what's called functional testing and functional testing starts to look at how the body functions as a whole unit. Right. So you're doing tests that that um, will will give you information about how is the whole body functioning and to mm-hmm. give you information. So. I, I, you know, got some testing done and was like, wow, there's some things that are that are off with my mm-hmm. with my gut health, you know, that's causing mm-hmm. these issues. And also, I want to add that when you have a head injury, um, you damage your 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 vagus nerve, which attaches at the the base of the the cranium, and this nerve runs through all the organs in the body, and it sends information back and forth from the gut. Uh, to the brain and the brain to the gut. And so when you have a, a head injury or even concussions or whiplash in a car, it doesn't have to be this traumatic brain injury that I had. It can be a mild um, head injury. These, this can now damage the vagus nerve in the way that the information is processed and it can cause conditions such as SIBO. And conventional medicine d- did not tell me this. That was going to be my my next question. Do conventional, yeah. like... Do conventional doctors even know this? 
As I know that's like a, a right, very subjective right, right, question, but you right. know, it's interesting that this information is out here and you know it, I know yes, it. Yes. And I know it from you, you know what I mean? Yes. So the fact that, oh, Hey, you have a head injury. Here's some things to be aware of. It could cause damage <laughs> no, to the vagus no, nerve. Here's how no, to reset your vagus no, nerve. Here's how. No. Yeah. Yeah. So no. that conversation isn't even being had. No, that conversation is being held like in terms of prevention moving forward, because what needed to happen after the head injury is I needed to work with somebody who would have been like, Jessica, like, here's the suggested like preventative action for the things that are going to follow this head injury and right. giving you a uh, giving you a timeline or a handful of resources and people to, to work with, you know, creating a plan of action, because in reality, when, when you have chronic illness, you need a team of people, whether it's one person to oversee the whole thing, or uh, you need at least a few professionals to put you back together for sure. It's rarely just one person. Right. Um, But it's great that, you know, and I think that's probably the difference too, between conventional medicine is that when you have maybe this team, like these people are more willing to talk and communicate with each other rather than, you know, maybe like, you know how you go into the doctor and like, nobody knows what's going on and nobody talks to each other. And you're like, I had that appointment. And they're like, Oh, okay. And then (laughs) then they do the same things all over again. You know? Yeah. Um, It's, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to talk about like, now you're, you're getting these answers. You find out you have SIBO Mm -hmm. and you go on like a healing journey and a protocol Mm -hmm. to, you know, cure yourself. Like, can you Mm -hmm. talk about where you're at with that and and how that worked for you? Yeah. 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 So, um, I mean, I ended up, I had to make some changes to my diet, which you have to do when you want to heal guys. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> a lot it's of people it. <laughs> a lot of people have a really hard time with it. I think that's the number one thing when I work with people is they have a very hard time changing their diet. Um, so you can take herbal antibiotics to clear SIBO. It has to be cleared. The bacteria won't the imbalance of bacteria won't go away on its own. So I had to take some some herbs along with diet. And I I kid you not, within eight weeks. I, my stomach had shrunk the bloat. Like I have photos for, so for those of you that know me or, you know, I'm, I always like to show people, um, my bloating had gone down. My headaches had gone away. Um, I felt like I had gotten my, my life back. Unfortunately, I mean, it's unfortunate and unfortunately. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yes, I, I, there was a huge change. And for some people, they can clear and uh, clear it and get their life back that quickly. It depends on the complexity of your situation because not all SIBO complexes are that, are SIBO cases are that complex. And everyone is, you know, it has other factors too because SIBO is typically a byproduct of something else, Right. So right. it depends on how many other moving parts you have. So I w- so my body responded well to my first round of treatment. And I was like, oh my God, I got my life back. I felt amazing. I had hope restored. I was like, everything is beautiful. And I did feel that big of a shift within eight weeks. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, the challenge that I was given uh, about a year after that, and again, you know, we are given our challenges for a reason. And so we would not be given these challenges if we couldn't overcome them and then be able to yeah. turn around and teach yeah. and help people. So I yeah, want everybody sure. to remember that if you're going through a challenging time, it's because, you know, really God knows you can overcome this 
and then you can help other people in similar situations. So don't, yeah. Yeah. It's just what you need to learn to be able to do the thing that you're meant to do. That's right. That's right. That's it. That's right. This is your teaching. This is your lesson. This is your like journey to Mecca. That's right. However you want to call it. That's right. So, so be, so be strong, be patient. So about a year after I had um, treated the SIBO, I was then exposed to black mold which I didn't know. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, dude, uh, we, need, dun, we dun. need like some like- music. Where are my drumsticks? Where are my drumsticks right now? Yeah, that was a black mold. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Because black mold is like yeah. a motherfucker and a lot of people don't even realize like they how don't. They don't. poisonous and toxic, and toxic no, and damaging sure this can be sure and how ever present it, it is, is in your everywhere. life and your home. Right. It, it, I mean, guys, like, before 2019, I wouldn't, I don't, I wouldn't give them f- if someone was like mold, I'm like, get the fuck up out of here. I don't, I don't, what are you <laughs> talking fine. about? We're fine. Yeah. yeah. Who, who can't mold? Yeah. Whatever. It's, it's part of the environment. Mold. Right. Okay. Like anybody who's lived in Boston in any kind oh. of apartment, hundred percent guarantee yeah. that there has been black ev- mold yo, in your it's apartment. Every, it's everywhere in the world. It's in yeah. many places. It's in, you know, uh, um, America. It, it's in third world countries. It doesn't matter. It's, it, it's water damaged buildings and mold is everywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing that makes molds, mold exposure so tricky is that about a quarter of the population, I've even heard it go as much as half. So let's say 25 to 50% of the population could be, you could take 10 people and put them in a, a room with black mold and half the people could walk away just fine and have no problems from it. And the other half of the people could leave that room and be fucked up. Now, some <laughs> people really, and some people as could become sick immediately, we're talking about, it can actually affect the way your brain functions i've even heard of people not being able to walk i'm not even kidding like their your 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 motor skills can come become impacted when you breathe in mycotoxins that that's 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 what it's called you know um and it can affect you um psychologically so you can have severe anxiety and depression you can have the classic upper respiratory systems uh, symptoms which is what i had breathing problems, runny nose, cough, sneezing that won't go away because mold will colonize in the sinuses. Um, you can have digestive issues, uh, which right. it, can, it can cause SIBO. So now you're in the chronic vicious cycle of SIBO yeah. and mold, right? And that, that's what I have had to battle and fuck, it's not easy. It takes a lot of time and mold is nasty. So half the people could leave and be fine. The other half, could all become sick right but at different timelines and different severity and different symptoms so now uh, you don't uh, so now it doesn't make sense you you can't mm-hmm. track what it is you go to a regular right. doctor a regular doctor is not going to be like well i think you've been exposed to mycotoxins so that's, no, yeah, they're not they going to say that they no, don't they don't, no, they don't talk period. about it yeah Again, and it's mold, symptomatic yeah. stuff that they're treating, yeah. not treating for, because they're going to, if mold causes like a whole multitude of symptoms, right? This whole array of symptoms. Yeah. Yeah. Conventional medicine is most likely to treat each of those individual symptoms. Individually. Right. Individually. Rather than what is the thing that's causing this? It's like, and that's it's like functional every medicine. doctor yeah. needs to be Dr. House. Remember yeah. that show? Yeah. Remember that show? Yeah, I, yeah. Never, I never watched it. I never watched it. <laughs> oh, I love it, that show. I, but yeah, but that's okay. what he did. He yeah. was like finding the root cause. And, it and that's was, functional you know, medicine. That's what right. functional medicine does. It looks, it looks at how the body functions as a whole. 
right? Mm-hmm. And and to 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 identify root root cause, and that's how you can reverse chronic illness right there is by finding because what what is causing you to gain weight what is causing your leptin levels to be high because that's what mold also does mold will make you gain weight so another unexplained weight gain has multiple reasons and it and it also gets tricky because a lot of these root causes overlap so it does take a professional to be to uh, the symptoms in your story are so revealing so finding a professional that can then make sense of it and be like, right. well, this shit, this shit sounds like Lyme disease or this shit sounds like, you know, mold sickness or this sounds like SIBO or this sounds like parasites, you know, so many things overlap. Right. Um, right. But you want to, you can get to the root cause. You can, you know, reset your body, heal your gut in, in most of these things. They then right. go away. You get your life back. You know, your body's now functioning in a state of, uh, it's, it's balanced. It's rebalanced. It was off balance before you need to find the thing that's causing it to be off balance. For me, I know my story, the triggering point, head injury was my tipping point. We almost always have a tipping point in our story. Um, then the SIBO came and then the mold exposure came, you know, and those things were just all creating this, this really complex cycle of chronic illness that has taken almost a decade to iron out the details. And I've had to do essentially you know, most of this work on my own conventional medicine just tossed me out the window. You're fine, Jessica, take pills. No, I'm not. I've had to work with multiple people at different levels, invest a lot of money in this, which I'm happy I did. I got answers. And along the way, I've taken courses and gotten certifications and become a practitioner so that now I can help people because I have the personal knowledge and experience and, you know, the, the professional training, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And this is just a testament of what we're talking about, like going Mm -hmm. through what you needed to go through. All of these things have set you up to be this brilliant powerhouse of gut health and healing, AKA Mm -hmm. GI Jess is the name. (laughs) What up? up? (laughs) Right. So, so now here you are, right. After going through this healing from a head injury, SIBO, mold and yeah. all the other supplemental brutal. symptoms that yeah, come brutal. along with this. And you're in this very beautiful place with your healing, which That's has right. now led you to this point where you're helping other That's people right. That's right. get to the root cause That's when right. they have been repeatedly dismissed. It sucks. And they shouldn't be. Nobody, nobody should be. Nobody should right. be. So talk a little bit about what you're doing now and how that has led you to your being a practitioner. Yeah. Real, real talk. I mean, I really like all disease begins in the gut. That, that's a very old saying. And that's the truth. Pretty much any chronic illness you can trace, you can trace back to, to issues in the gut. And really what that means is when there's abnormal gut flora, we have chronic illness, right? We have chronic illness. And so I specialize, I like to specialize in SIBO. Um, because a lot of people have that as something they're they're dealing with, and they have no idea what it is. They go to the doctor and they're like, "Oh, you have IBS. You just have to live with it." And IBS However, is not a real thing. <laughs> it's it's a cluster. It's like a cluster of symptoms. It just essentially means there's upset um, stomach, right? But basically, it just means that that you're you have abnormal gut flora, which you were either born with if you've if you've had symptoms at a young age, you know, as an infant, as an adolescent, it's very classic. You you have issues with your mood, issues with school, 
issues with food, whatever chronic condition, that's usually because you have abnormal gut flora. So you need to work on healing, healing your gut flora. And that, that requires looking under the microscope at everything that's happening in your life, because our daily habits and the things that we do on a, on a daily basis are the things that affect our health and wellness the most. Everything from the thoughts that you think, right? We need to have... Right positive thoughts. We need to have self-awareness. We need to, we need to, uh, commit, be willing to commit to the healing process, make changes to our diet and our lifestyle, because those things are the most powerful. We need to look at everything that we're putting on our body chemicals. Toxic burden is a very real thing today. And that disrupts gut flora mm-hmm. that creates abnormal gut flora. So things like, what and, and are that's your, just like our life, right? Like the air, yeah, yeah, the products yes, we're using, the, water, the packaging, right. Yeah, right. All that stuff. Well, right. So, so I help people really, you know, look at all these things. Um, are you, uh, uh, detoxing properly? If your liver is stagnant, you know, that's going to create a lot of problems for people. Um, but you know, if your toxic burden is too high on a daily basis with, with the things that you're with your, in your surroundings in your home or your personal care products or your food, you know, now this is creating abnormal gut flora and then that's disrupting your microbiome and it's causing chronic illness. So there's a lot of things we need to look yeah, at. A lot of moving parts. A lot of a lot, moving parts. A, yeah, a lot of moving parts. But I like to, I try to simplify things for people and meet them with, with where they're at, you know, because there's only so many changes that we can make energetically. Um, if we have a family, if we have kids, what's our work schedule, like what's our budgets, what's our budget like. So I, you know, I want to help people get organized and structured on how they can, you know, rebalance their, literally their routine, um, Mm -hmm. and make as many small changes as they can for a, for long to achieve long-term wellness. Cause it's not about, Oh, a 30 day detox. That's not what this is about. Right. This this is about sustainable, actual, long lasting change. Yeah, right. And, and, you know, creating, like I said, that routine and that lifestyle to prevent and to reverse, you know, conditions. Mm -hmm. So this Mm -hmm. is like a functional medicine approach towards achieving wellness. I don't do a lot of functional testing, but I can also work like as a liaison to, um, there's a lot you can do on your own. And so I won't get, I won't get too into it on this, on this podcast, but I have a lot of resources for people and things, right. Things that they can do on their own, um, or bridging the gap for people, um, pointing them in the right direction. If, if I can't give them the support that they need, um, I work a lot too with nutritional protocols and using the GAPS diet. I'm in the process of becoming a, a CGC, a certified GAPS coach. So that I know, right. I'm (laughs) hardly anybody knows what this is. So this is real quick, real quick. (laughs) Yeah, really quick. In the, in the nineties, Dr. Natasha McCampbell, um, Campbell McBride created a diet that stands for gut and psychology syndrome or gut and physiology syndrome. And it's used to reverse and to help people heal naturally from conditions such as autism, depression, anxiety, bipolar, edema, all, you know, all, all these things. And so this is something that I do with people. I can walk you through the diet. Um, and so you can heal your gut, you know, and mm-hmm. like I said, food, you know, food, food, food is medicine, right? We can prevent or create conditions, you know, disease with our food choices. Yeah. And it just, I think again, just wrapping all of this up that these conditions that we've been told 
from conventional medicine medicine um, do not have to be permanent. They can be improved. They can be reversed, and mm-hmm. you don't have to suffer with this diagnosis. And there are resources out there, and you're not crazy, and it's not insane Mm-mm. to Mm-mm. heal these things. So you know, yeah, I think, you can. And I think you one can. of the things that you do really well, Jess, is provide that validation and support because yeah. as someone who has been there and has been kicked out of these like conventional medicine doctors with like no, no help and no support, like you can really show up with that, not just this like brilliant technical side of things, but also the emotional support that's needed yeah. to, to heal from chronic yeah. illness. Cause it can be really lonely and you could feel crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. absolutely can. And, you, and I'm I'm not even kidding. You can literally want to kill yourself because you feel so sick and you see that there's no solutions in sight. That's I hate to say that that's normal in this process, yeah. but it is. And that's where a lot of people get. But I'm I'm telling you, if you're at that point or know anybody that is, you can get your life back. You yeah. can get your life back and you can do it naturally i have i have reversed my conditions and gotten myself to the best place i've ever been in my life and this yeah. is this is through diet natural herbal supplements and just making some changes to my routine and doing a lot of working with a lot of different people it takes a lot of different people it takes time and patience but you absolutely can do it i love it and thank you i think just thank you for saying that and providing that resource for, for people who are listening. Cause I know that this is going to reach the right people. And the light bulb was going on being like, Oh shit, this sounds like me. Yeah. You can do and it. I'm gonna get, and I'm gonna get help. And then they're going to reach get, out to you. You, you can get right. your life back and like, like, yeah. yo, make That's that 15 minute consult. It. You know what I'm saying? That's Don't it. put it off. Today is the day. Today is the day. And today, today is, is the day. The day. That um yeah that we that we make some change and that we step into our power and claim right. what we need. That's, that's right. right. That's right. That's right. All right, girl. Well, I appreciate you being here. And before we close out, I just you know because there's this technical side of all of us, there's this genius side of all of us, and then there's like this silly, ridiculous side yeah, of us. So yeah, it's about balance. Yeah, balance. We balance all of it. Yeah, that's so right. That's we're gonna right. play. Right. We're gonna play a little game called How Millennial Are You? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask you a series of three questions. Um. Points are, are at stake here. Okay. okay. All right, let's go. All right. I'm ready. So let's I'm go. ready. I'm excited. <clears throat> In the TV show, Beavis and Butthead. Oh, I love that show. I did. Who wore braces? Was it Beavis or Butthead? Oh, shit. It was Butthead. I know that. Fair enough. Very good. I know One that point. for a fact. I know that for fact. a fact. All right. Bonus question. Beavis and let's Butthead. Go. Bonus question. Let's go. let's go. Who wore the let's ACDC go. t-shirt? Damn, girl. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to go with Beavis on this one. Butthead dumped you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought I knew. I what thought was, I knew what, what I was, was doing. What was his? What was was his Metallica? Yeah, yeah you're right. You get. You get I gotta. Bullet, I gotta, yeah, I gotta, was, I gotta yeah. see. I can like see the vision. I can blue, see it. It's like a blue shirt. It's like yeah. a blue, one of them is one of them. I think Beavis is wearing a blue shirt. All right. Yeah, we gotta look this up. We got. This is really important shit important. that we gotta find today. Yeah. Very important. All right. Ready. Yeah, let's do it. What links all three of these clues together? Let's go. Basement, party time, Garth. I actually don't know. I don't know this one. I don't know this one. Party time. Excellent. Oh, yo, I do know that. 
<laughs> I wasn't even thinking Wayne's World. I wasn't even thinking yeah. Wayne's World. <laughs> but it is. It is. Yeah. Wayne's yeah. World party time. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I, I love it. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Perfect. Final question. Let's do it. I'm ready. What MTV series debuted in 1992 and featured the true story of a group of strangers picked to live? Oh, in I, th- I think I think I got asked this one last time. The Real World. Everybody knows that one. The Real World, like the first reality TV show. Right? That's it. And w- bonus question: Where did this first season take place? Oh my God! This was, you asked me this before, and I got it wrong. And and I think the answer you said was was it New York? Was it New York? Yeah. No, but that's like okay. cheating. So it's fine. yeah, it is cheating because I it's said cheating. I said L A. Yeah, I said L A. But it's New York. Yeah. All right. That was number two, and that was the best season. L A. was the best season. Sorry, everybody. Okay. All right. All right, girl. Well, thank you for coming on today. Thank you for playing. Just real quick, if you want to give a little plug, um, tell everybody where to find you, where to reach out to you, and anything that you got going on. All right, cool. Yeah, if you know my name, you know where to find me. On Instagram, I am Jessica Legiro, and you can DM me at any point. I have links to my website, link in bio, where you can schedule a consult or if you want to just see what's popping on the website. And my email is... um, I won't even get into that because it's all linked up on on the on the website and on the gram. But yeah, I love helping people heal and like pointing them in the right direction, getting getting their life together. Like I love I love to help people. I really do. So don't hesitate to reach out if you need some help. Love that. And for real, please reach out. Like I said, she is the most brilliant person I know. Um, and please. For everyone listening, take your health and your life in your own hands. You are always in control and to always listen to yourself. Um, that's really important and necessary. So Jessica, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. <laughs> Claps again. I need, so- I need sound yeah. effects for sure. I need yeah, some sound effects. Yeah, for sure. Some, like, <laughs> All right, girl. All thank right. you so much for being yeah, here. Thank yeah, you thanks every- for having me. And thank you everybody for listening. Take care of yourself and go be epic. Yeah. Oh yeah, baby, we made it. Thank you so much for listening. You can find all the information on today's guest in the episode show notes. So be sure to give them some love. Please follow, like, rate, and review this podcast wherever you are listening. Your support means so much and it helps the folks like you find our tribe of trailblazing badass unicorns. Don't forget to join our free text community. Just text the word sweat remix to 855-534-2890 and you are in. Get your weekly doses of inspo and motivation to live your truth. And for more information on how you can join the Sweat Remix movement community, visit sweatremix.com. Thank you so much. And remember, go be epic.